0: Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec.
1: Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. I am super glad that you're here with us today. I am here with my most amazing guest, Sahara. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Michelle.
1: Nice. My pleasure. So give our peeps a 5,000 foot view, who you are, what you do.
0: Okay, great. So my name is Zara Ifan and I'm an abundance business coach. I work with women in particular coaches, healers, holistic practitioner, uh, women who have deep mission to change the world. They maybe went through a painful experience and they came really successfully on the other side and know they feel like they have this inner wisdom that they wanna teach other people and help other people get to the other side of it as well. So my journey started very much the same way where my mess became my message and my wound became my niche, you know, I I was, uh, I migrated to Canada without any material possessions from England, leaving my family behind. I had uh, no family, no friends rented a basement and i found a job I had to take three buses and i was making less money than my living expenses and i knew deep down that i was capable of more but what i didn't know was that it would put me on a journey of where this whole spiritual breakdown where i couldn't attach myself to any of my outer whatever ego attachments you would call whether it's the love or whether it's friends or money so I hit rock bottom and I started um, searching for what does abundance mean How could I create abundance in my life and uh, the little did I know that when I was having this spiritual breakdown it was my initiation to abundance because experiencing this lack put me in touch with my inner self and I was like no matter whether I have to borrow money I, I took this workshop I worked on my shadow side really had to heal my relationship with wealthy people because you know if you get hurt by wealthy people then money wealthy people powerful people represent what pain so um today i you know we purchased a few years ago 1.5 million dollar home don't like to share the price but just to give people a contrast of where you started from and what is possible not in a long distance relationship anymore have two kids and have really reached more than the house and the package and the business and clients, I think the inner deep, rich relationships, you know. I feel a lot of compassion for everybody, of course. So glad that there's space in my heart to feel the pain of everybody going through coronavirus, but it wasn't a big shock because having gone through that lack experience, I knew that there was a time when I found abundance in free, like gratitude nothing is working air <laughs> when nothing is working sun so those tools that stayed with me and you know at the beginning of my business i i was asked to speak about gratitude on a, a national tv here in canada spirit show and it has been a habit like lack is an or abundance is an inside job as much as it's an evidence of our outer life so here i am so excited to share with your people the the tools and the tips that can, I hope that can help them at least that can spark a light or a hope in their life as it did spark in my life. And I had all these amazing teachers and, you know, helped me work on my shadow side
1: and stop judging rich people. (laughs) So here I am. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Nice. I love it. And I I totally appreciate the whole gratitude side of things because I know as a, Uh, personal development coach initially, and then into an executive coach, even people get really hard on themselves really quickly that nothing is right. Everything's wrong. My life sucks. I should be doing better than this. What the hell did I do to deserve this or whatever, wherever path they're going down. And I think it's super important to have a coach to help you to get through that stuff, because I didn't know for myself, it's, when you can't see you can't see it and you know oftentimes i'm asking my clients well do you have a phone is it still connected okay so you got something going on awesome you still have ears you can still hear you still have you know a throat lips mouth face you can still talk to me you're still cognizant you can still understand what i'm saying okay it's a good day <laughs> rock and roll we got some assets we can use to to move forward and It is really hard for people to be able to see that. I'm like, okay, well, take five seconds and imagine what your life would be without that phone, without those ears, without the mouth and to be able to be cognizant. Then what would be happening? It's like, oh, then life would really suck. And I said, and what do you think I'd say to you if that was the case? Well, do you at least have feet to get out of bed? Are your legs still working? (laughs) Like, exactly. Like, there's always something and you just got to go find that thing. But it's super important to, when you can't find that thing, to get somebody else's help.
0: I love, I love what you said, because, you know, you only have to ask a person who cannot see to appreciate the eyes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah, that's that. And I think part of the reason is that we live in a culture that is constantly feeding us that we're not enough. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, although, we you know, we live in a first world country, but we have a, a spiritual lack, so to speak. And, um, and that's what I was going to talk about. Where does this lack actually come from? Because the fashion magazines, like I could probably not even go to my front door and no, it's of course computer and Facebook, but before, you know, 10 years ago that I would find a magazine outside and there's a photograph of a very slim woman that represents all women. <laughs> I mean a 16 year old represent <laughs> exactly. So, so our culture, our media is constantly feeding us the images of you're not enough. So of course we don't feel enough and we forget that we have hot water coming out of our taps and somebody might have to walk to get the water from the well that might be clean for their kids to drink. And that doesn't mean to to not, you know, be inspired to create great things or you know, we can help other people through our own vibration but it also means that we need to sometimes get perspective that our culture is feeding us. Then working with women, I noticed like uh, one of the three principles, inner principles I teach in business before even we take the outer actions is abundance. What what does abundance mean to you particularly? And it comes from patriarchy because women uh, were always made to feel we're not enough. We don't measure up and patriarchy also created competition, comparison. So under the influence of patriarchy, even though we got lots of our rights, we still feel we, we are not enough. And because of that, um, as women, we question our gifts. We don't value our gifts. We have difficult time asking for money. We don't charge for our gifts. If we do charge, we think we should overpack, which actually overwhelm our clients and they can't take action. We think that, oh, if somebody's paid us, we should over deliver. Uh, instead of the bite-sized pieces so that they can actually implement what they learned. So there are so many ways in business that to compensate for the belief that we hold in our own lack. I am not enough. I don't know enough. I don't have enough continues to show us in that cycle of uh, still being influenced by the patriarchy. And Well,
1: yeah, and- I find it absolutely fascinating because I mean, for years I taught abundance and and that you can grow, you can succeed, in fact, you're meant to succeed, and that it's a sin to be poor and that you should be wealthy and, and gain. But in our society, based on the way we've heard it up until now, it's really hard to make that leap of faith, if you will, to a new paradigm for most people, that wealth and abundance as a source that comes from within you and gets expressed is a totally different thing than I have to climb the corporate ladder and get to that, you know, the golden arc and I get to win and say, yay, I'm on top of the tower. And it's like, no, it's a totally different space and energy and output. And like, it's just, it's a complete 180 from, from what most people, especially in North America are used to right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah, completely. I totally agree with you. I and love it. So who do you love to work with? Who's your ideal client? Um, I love to work with healers, coaches, holistic practitioners, because these are the um, people who have gone through a a service provider and they have gone through an experience that has helped them, you know, just like me, they were on their knees and said, oh God, help me. They didn't think they could get to the other side of it. And then they not only got to the other side of it, they actually developed a process that they can teach other people. And, and um, what I really enjoy working with healers is they, they're sensitive And they have wounds, but the same wounds that gave them that sensitivity and passion to help other people, the same wounds when it comes to having a healthy relationship with money stop them from asking for money. And a lot of work that I do around money and it is coming from the dynamics that where they got hurt by these powerful people who had money who represented money, whether it was in their corporate job, whether it was in their family, whether it was, so because of that, unless they heal that split between money and power, because they are sensitive, they don't want to be like powerful people who are other people, but unless they heal that, that gap and realize that money still does represent power, and we are going to be different than people who hurt people with money. And with money, we, get, we have more choices as women. We can help other people more. We can help our communities more. We can look at the need, where the money needs to go, whether it's single parents or whether it's children or whether it's Africa. So yeah, sure, compassion is wonderful, abundance of compassion, but add in money in there, you can really change the world. So money does need to go in the right hands, women leaders. So I, I love to support women, first heal their relationship with money, and then actually go and charge money so that uh, it heals a younger part of me. I, I don't wish for any woman to go through what I went through so that they have choices, you know, like, uh, let's make money and let's help ourselves, let's help our daughters, let's help our younger part, let's heal together.
1: Nice. So, I love that. And I, and I know from personal experience of dealing with my clients, that it doesn't really have to be magnanimous in their, they don't have to be you know, done over by somebody in the past. It's just, you know, parents saying you're not allowed to ask. Why would you ask for that? And, you know, every time you're leaving the grocery store, can I have the candy? Because it's right in front of your eyes. And you're like, yes, this would be awesome. They're like, no, you can't have that. And it's like, oh, okay, so I can't ask for what I want. And it doesn't have to be in malice. It's just the little kid learns, oh, okay, I can't ask for what I want. And it so it can be super subtle and super overt and somewhere in between. And sometimes it's a lot of layers to that complexity of, you know, my favorite line in my favorite movies of all time was Shrek when he said, you know, I'm an onion. And Ah. it's, we have complicated layers. And when, until you understand how those layers can manipulate your thoughts, you don't really understand how something so subtle as walking out of a grocery store and the same thing you say to your kids and you think nothing of it. It's like, oh, that's why I don't do that. Oh, that's why I don't ask for the sale. Oh, and your clients, your prospects want you to ask for it. Obviously, they're spending an hour with you to say, you know, here's my prospects. Here's my wares. Obviously, they're interested. They just need to know how to deal with you in the next step sometimes. And we're like, oh, you're not looking that interested. Okay, I'll leave now. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, I'm wasting your time. I'm just going (laughs) to, you know, and we base their reactions on what our parents' reactions were when we, there's no comparison.
0: Totally. I, I love that because, you know, one of the things that I teach, one of my processes to teach how to master sales conversations and we make assumptions. People make uh, assumption based on uh, something as small as, you know, our parents, what you just said, said to us in the candy store, because we as little kids are soaking our parents' beliefs like sponges and so making assumption the client doesn't want to pay us when they booked one hour call they're very interested in paying you <laughs> they need to understand how you can help them they need you to take the leadership and say this is how much i charge yeah because it's going to change their life they want to learn how to have a sales conversation and if you have a, a whatever happened in your past around money or your believe and you are hesitant and you're shy and you let them walk away Without telling them or at least giving them an opportunity to say no, if they were to, whether they have more questions or whatever the reason may be, then you're, you're what I call in my money work, you're, you're collapsing, you know, you're in freeze response. So your money trauma response may have been when your parents said you can't have that candy, you freeze, you become small, you shut down. And that's no better than somebody who's really macho, you know, a boss in the corporate world and he is into what they call his fight response, like powerful, but not exactly powerful. That's not balanced either. There is, a, there is a middle response where you have so much love for your clients and you have so much belief in what you are doing for them that you tell them gracefully this is how much I charge and I would love to support you because I can see how much you want this, you know, and when you are coming from that place, which is the, not a place of collapsing or freeze or posturing, which is that powerful, like, you know, over, overbearing, you are just really uh, can say things to your clients because you're, you're have a fierce love for them. You are, fighting for them you really want them to get what they want but it's coming from a loving place Then you can actually say things to two people in sales conversation like I had a, somebody who said to me you know I'm investing this money but I'm really scared I said of course you should be scared you know why you're scared because if you don't get the results you want you're not going to trust other people coaches or you're not going to trust yourself that I don't make good decisions so I'm so glad you're scared so would I be because right. I really, I really, uh, I'm being authentic and I'm being myself and I really believed her because yeah, of course she should be scared. I mean, we want <laughs> all true. scared of money. We <laughs> all are scared of money. We live in a culture where we have made money into our God and we don't notice the, we don't notice other kind of abundance. So people get very, we all get like- well, very, It also
1: uh, means that they're stepping out of their comfort zone, exactly, right? You don't get yeah. scared unless you step out of your comfort zone. So clearly you're doing something you've never done before. And that's awesome. That's yes, exactly where yes. you want to be when you're hiring a coach. Yeah, and
0: and you know, you are just also going after your dreams and that those dreams are important to you.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: nervous. That means you take your dreams seriously and you're going to be stepping out of your comfort zone. So of course you're scared. Yeah. Oh so. well, yeah,
1: and physiologically, the only difference between f- being afraid of something and excited about something is that you're breathing while you're going through it and you're making a conscious decision to go through it, which is why you're excited. And it's that unconscious aspect that's playing out when you get scared yeah totally get it that's awesome can you give us an example of a Cinderella story that you have of one of your clients so so I, this is
0: a, this was a real story where I signed on a client and at the end of it she said that I'm really scared mm-hmm. so I said well of course you're scared because if you don't invest it, you're investing in yourself through me and if you don't get the results then you won't trust me and then if you don't get the result, you may not trust yourself to make good decisions. So this actually happened with the client. But also a sales conversation, when I'm teaching my clients sales conversation, I tell them the same thing. When they say, well, somebody has come to the call and, you know, I I don't want to charge them or I don't want to push them. I just ask them like how much, if it's a new call, yes, I can understand you're meeting somebody for first time. But if it's a client you've worked with or you may have done a four hour day and then you're offering them your next package you already have relationship with them you're not actually pushing them you're telling them what they need next but even the people who come if they come and they are scared sometimes they are wanting you to take a stand for them so you do want to take a stand for your clients like I had a client come to me once and she was um, this was her relationship with her we did money work and she had a really She was raised by a single parent and her dad didn't show up for her promised everything and didn't pay. Every time I pay for a college education, he didn't pay. So she had a lot of trauma around money. And uh, when she hired me, she heard me speak about money and she had a male colleague that she was having challenges with. So I said, well, let's not sue him or do anything until we do this work. So we did this work around that trauma. And she had so many body releases as well, like, you know, when I help people release trauma from their body. And she was able to say, well, it's not necessary for me to swim anymore because the money is not worth it because I have, I have able to heal my relationship with my father, the first man who represented this man. And she went out and she started making a lot of money. Her courses were, we did external business actions as well, where she was giving too much in too many different areas. So we Really streamlined everything and created one package, and she went out and you know things started to move uh, the way they were not moving before. So that was a gift her dad gave her and this man gave her, and she was able to find the relief. She changed her relationship to a new relationship, the relationship she was in. So there's, there are lots of gifts when we do this kind of work. The ripple effects are not only in our business; they are in all area of our life. When we open up to receiving energy, which is uh, Feminine energy, you know, and uh, if we grew up with a father, was he open to giving? Did we see a female role model who was open to receiving? And if they were not, and then we, are, we have to go out there, we have to work, we have to earn money, we're responsible for homes. So with all of that, if we forget our self-care and we become really pushy to create success, we just need to look at, like, where did we learn that? Did we learn that from our mother? Did we learn that from our father? whoever we learned it from, we need to kind of take the gifts that we got from them and give them the pain because otherwise we'll either continue to push for success or we'll continue to just either freeze or, and 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 I say feminine, I'm very careful because um, feminine doesn't mean I'm saying, like we work really hard for as women to take a stand up. It's not like be a nice little girl and nurturing and don't speak up. (laughs) no 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 we work really hard to find our voice and that's not what i'm saying because there's so much information out there and sometimes it confuses us as women like what do you mean by feminine you mean i shouldn't take a stand you think i shouldn't speak up for myself No, no 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 no. of course you want to speak up for yourself but there are some feminine practices for men and women heart-centered men which is self-care you know if you're running on empty and you don't take time to get quiet listen to your intuition you're not in your feminine heart. You're not in your God self because she, the nature, okay, sorry, <laughs> but she is feminine, nature is feminine, like weather change effortlessly, nature creates effortlessly. And I think uh, when we're in touch with our bad side, our heart side, we balance action with emotions. So we don't take action because we are scared and we should take fast action and then we should burn out. We listen to a feminine heart, which is the heart connected with God and then we take action. So we take inspired action. We don't say yes to every opportunity and went out. We see, okay, how much time, money and energy I have, really. So if I'm going to do this big launch and I'm going to invest so much money in it and so much time that takes away from my self-care, like we look at our business and look at all these different pieces and we say yes to the right opportunity so that we are able to connect to our God self. We are able to take, action balancing with emotions and we are not just constantly like rush 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 because then we burn out. because we female bodies like you know maybe in 20s i could do a full-time job and i can do but you hit 40s and your hormones change <laughs> and you are just like okay i mean i'd like to but maybe i need to get selective into what i say yes to
1: nice I love that i love that nature creates effortlessly and it's and it's not that it's not um you're not putting effort into it. It's just that it's, it's just so much easier to have fun. It's like a little kid doesn't have to be pushed to go and play soccer. If they're naturally athletic, they just go, yes, I get to go play soccer. This is awesome. And it's, you know, vice versa. That kid, that same kid might have to be, Oh man, do I have to go inside and learn the socks? (laughs) I want to go and play soccer, but they can learn geometry and then they can learn physics out on the soccer field. If we, teach them in the place where they're excited and and they have their mojo, then it becomes easier. And I think the trick is that as adults, it's up to us to figure out where our mojo is and figure out how to teach ourselves physics and geometry while we're playing soccer, if that's our mojo. Like it's it's not an impossibility, it's just a thinking in a unique, different way so that we're letting go of this has to be hard or this sucks or Mm -hmm. whatever might be going on for us. And hard
0: comes from when Um, is the inner compass is not our heart that's where the heart comes from so there's still effort but there's hard effort and there's smart effort (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) so when we do the smart effort to play soccer and we are still learning math on, on the playground we we are we are instinct you know and that's where when we've done our money work and we have defined what abundance means to us and there is no sense of Like what is enough? Like what is enough for whoever they have to define for themselves? Enough is our relationship with what we have. You know, like we talked about eyes, right? Or ears or, and enough is also aspire to have more, but more, more what? Like more to what the media is telling us. There is no limit to that. There's more, 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 more. You go to vacation, you escape, you will have a perfect relationship. (laughs) What is, what does more mean to us? Like, you know, more means maybe deep, rich relationships. It might be taking an afternoon to spend time with the girlfriends that you connect deeply with and have a cup of tea, you know. Not, there's not superficiality, but what you want, what makes your soul connect, what gives your soul the juice. And that's where we we go. And then the effort we take, it doesn't
1: feel like effort because
0: it's coming from our heart.
1: Nice. I love that. So what might be some stumbling box that somebody's having right now that they're thinking, oh my God, Zara, I need you so bad.
0: Well, if you want to make more money in your business, if you have a mission where you feel like, well, you know, I really want to do it and I'm itching to express that, but I really don't know what my message is. Um, I had a client come to me and she had invested $3,000 in a group coaching program. Totally not um, the responsibility on either one of The people but she was you know quite new in business and she 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 didn't know what she needed at the time and then she'd also invested one thousand dollar learning social media both have their own place in their business but i think working with a business coach um, privately can help you fasten the process if you do have the budget where so when she came to me first thing we looked at what is your message because if you don't have a message learning social media marketing is really an investing in it and we all do we all don't know what we need at a time and there's so much information out there and it's so difficult to sort it out what we need at any given time in your business and any stage of your business so she she started working with me so my specialty is your wound and your niche which is your life experiences and and sometimes it's it's also doesn't have to be that big like I had a client who was a massage therapist and she had this beliefs around money and we we cleared that we structured the business differently and she just went out made five thousand dollars in the first month so it it can be that you already have clients you just need to streamline and do things differently or maybe you feel that your message is not being heard like you know what your message is but your clients don't understand how it can help them so i can help you with that so so when she came and she sat with me we realized it was so close that she's gone through painful divorce she went uh, got really sp- I came out really happily on the other side kids were not affected emotionally so it's like well, it seems like you're a divorce coach so she's divorce coach. She's, she's doing really well you know she's making a lot of money so if you have a mission and you think you know your message is not clear you don't know who to market and who to market in a way that doesn't you know make you burned out and you don't have to do lots of different things I'm very good at telling you what stage of business you're in some of my clients would say oh shall I do this shall I do this and not right now not right now and you want to market yourself and make money I, I I'd love to support you by doing inner and outer work and uh, sales conversation help you master your sales conversations as well nice I love that so if somebody wants to get a hold of you how do they go about doing that? I believe that we have a link as well that I, I sent you, but they could go to my website, Zara Ifan, Z-A-H-R-A, my name is there, ifan.com. And I have a, a free gift for them that they can load and get acquainted with my work and um, can send me an email. Um, and perhaps if you're ready to talk to me, we could, you know, book a session or you could stay on my newsletter. We can stay in a relationship like that. So I, I'd love to
1: be in touch with you. Nice, I love it. So we will have that link for you peeps in the description of the show. You can also go to awarenessstrategies.com slash blog and we will have Zara's information over there as well. You can just do it in money matters or abundance and she'll probably pop up first one. Awesome, love it. So I do have to ask, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur?
0: Oh my God, I
1: <laughs> I think that was always crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the entrepreneurs, the coaches, we always have this inside of us from the time we are very young. We just put a name to it when we decide, okay, I'm abundance business coach or I, Michelle, have this wonderful show. So I think I was probably born crazy. I came into this one. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I, I think um, the breakthrough moment must have been when I, I came, came to Canada and I experienced that breakdown of how to start my new life and now you know i just i think my specialty is helping women build communities and because we need that support if we don't have that support when we're building a business as an entrepreneur it's really really hard so
1: nice. I, I, I love, love that so peeps if you're going through a crazy time right now where everything seems like it's just gone to pot <laughs> it's okay there's a bright and happiness on the other side i can't tell you how many people have that answer It's like there is nothing else to do, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go and stand up for myself and do something." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, okay," and that's when you know you're an entrepreneur, and it's it's a beautiful thing. So, if you're going through the crap, it's okay. Just uh, know that you're special, kind of crazy enough to be one of us, and you're just probably meant to be an entrepreneur and get, stand up, and go do it again. I love it, awesome. So, any parting words for our peeps? Well, you know love yourself
0: don't listen to them <laughs> define your own <laughs> That's like fashion magazine no <laughs> just go towards you go inside of yourself because you have everything there I love know. yourself like you know ask the guy who doesn't have eyes the importance of eyes even if nothing is working right now you are working so you go towards your inner self and then from there onwards you create the foundation of the outer and you can have both
1: Nice. Love it. Love yourself because the world needs you, baby. Awesome. Well, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being with us here today. If you know anyone who would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle@awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.